everyone, and welcome to the Brain Yield Podcast. I'm your host, Vab, and this is The Guy. <laughs> the Guy. The Guy. On today's podcast, Building During the Rear. How are you doing, The Guy? Oh, good. How, how are you? Well, I <laughs> I want to share with our audience, this is take three of this episode. I can't do this shit right now. My mind's not in it. Okay. Okay. You want to talk about it? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's, yeah, let's make this episode a... I mean, aside from the fact that it is take three. Okay. <laughs> All right. And this okay. is the third time trying to record the episode. <laughs> I swear to you. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, uh, but honestly, like, yeah, like, my mind's not in it right now. I'm, I'm kind of sad. Oh, you know, okay. Not because, like, we've had to record the episode three times, but just because, like, I just finished watching the GameStop documentary. Okay. And, uh, you I know. I haven't watched it, and so. it's, you know, the whole GameStop thing also happened, like, during the bull market, too, in crypto. It was, like, kind of, like, these two mm-hmm. things were happening in parallel. And I just was thinking, because one of the things that they said in the documentary was that at the time when it was happening mm-hmm. on the news, it was being described as like Wall- Occupy Wall Street 2.0. Yeah. It was being called the French Revolution of Finance. Yeah. And I just got so sad because that's not the French Revolution of Finance. So what is the French Revolution of Finance, in your opinion? In my opinion, the French Revolution of Finance is Bitcoin. Okay. And... It's so sad for me because I know that just from the Wall Street bets community, like they, they really, they're not very big on crypto. They don't really respect Bitcoin. They think it's a joke for the most part. You know, I'm sure yeah. there's some people that don't think that way, but I know a lot of them do. Well, 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 hold on, because that's what you got from watching this documentary, correct? Yeah. Have you dived into the Wall Street bets forums? I have. I mean, I just fin- literally finished watching the documentary like, okay, thir- like 30 minutes ago. I'm just saying but because I, but it's I, possible, but, hold on, it's possible okay. that maybe there is love for Bitcoin within that form. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm making a, I'm generalizing okay. from, from what I remember like last year, yeah. 2021. And I remember there was a big like rivalry between the Wall Street bets people and crypto, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I do remember okay. that. So, you know, I don't know if it's still that way or I don't, I don't think that has changed, especially since yeah. there's not much excitement in the market. And we're in a bear, so I don't think that that really has changed all that much. And it just makes me sad, you know, because the outcome that people are looking for, everybody that participated in that, in the GameStop um, frenzy, it was very, it was about trying to change the status quo. I mean, that was like the underlying mm-hmm. thing, let's do it together, it was a collective effort. Same thing as Occupy Wall Street, like that's how it started. Yeah, sure, it's just... Change the status quo. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's part of an ongoing narrative that our generation is probably going to be dealing with for the rest of our lives. But for me, it's just sad because I know that the outcome that everybody's looking for is the disruption of the establishment. And that's just never going to come, in my opinion, it's never going to come by trying to do it from the inside, you know, like by by trading inside the system, by investing inside the system, by trying to change the system from within the system. I don't think we're going to get there. I don't think there's going to be any kind of change to the status quo in that way. So to you, change can only come if. We I try think to we, fight from leading the system you know, and using Bitcoin, things. Bitcoin wait, wait. Is the, okay. I just want to under, right. understand your point. Okay. 
So the the issue here is that Wall Street Bets was trying to change the status quo by using the system. Right. And, and then the what, only and way of doing it truly is if you leave the system. Well, look what happened, right? Okay. Go they ahead. did a great job. Okay. They short squeezed GME. Okay. They've you know bank almost bankrupted a hedge fund, yeah. and in the end, at the end of the day, what happened? You know, like Citadel made a phone call to Robinhood, and they halted trading, and that's it, right? End of story. <laughs> you know what's interesting is I wonder how many of these clients are still with Robinhood. How many of the Wall Street bet people well, sure, are a lot still of them using are, Robinhood? You know, it's also sad. Using Robinhood it's still. also sad because that kind of that level of participation that that particular trade had. If we could, we could get that many people excited about crypto, then we could really make a difference. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, I'm sure there's many. Yeah, people are just not ready to do that yet i guess i, I guess it's because we're still too early well, maybe that also there is I mean, see we're not ready to rally around the thing the, the, the vehicle that can actually make change i think though that there's a lot of internal fights with bitcoiners and and also out- that yes. well that's what was my second point that it also saddens me because even inside of crypto itself we have this great schism mm-hmm. yeah right we have this schism between all the different clans and it really puts at risk the survival of the underlying mission and what's the underlying mission? The underlying mission is to get rid of the of the petrodollar standard so that we can have political agency. We could put the reins of political agency back into the hands of the people of Earth. Can you explain what the petrodollar is for our audience? That's too much right now. That's I don't think we should get into what the petrodollar is. If you can do it in two sentences. Just understand the dollar is the world's reserve currency mm-hmm. in all trade. Most all, not not anymore. I mean, that is changing. There is a, there is a trend to de-dollarize, especially in Asia. But... It's, it just means that trade is trade and mm-hmm. and at the state level, like nation state level, you know, accounts are denominated in dollars and that gives the U.S. government incredible power. And it's a standard that is not backed by anything. Mm-hmm. It's not backed by anything other than men with guns. And it's causing a lot of pain and injustice in the world. And we need to get rid of it. And that's the underlying mission. That's why crypto, that's why Bitcoin was invented. So, Yeah. I mean, it's funny because today's episode is about the bear market, right? It's yeah. like building in the bear market and it's tough. <laughs> it's tough and it's, it saddens me sometimes because I've been in this for a long time. What would you say, I'm curious to ask, what would you say to those that are listening that say, we're on. Take four. <laughs> okay, take four, folks. Jeez. <laughs> it turns out the reason why we've been having issues is that my my phone is basically full. There's right, no so one. for just a little bit of context, we yeah. just finished like a 40-minute podcast episode. And when we went to go check the file, only seven minutes were recorded. So we're going to pick it up from here and try to recreate that conversation <laughs> somehow for the fourth time. I am so sorry, y'all. My phone is full. And I didn't notice, and it was it only picked up seven minutes out of the forty something minutes of recording. And if you create podcasts, you know what we're going through right now. And this is take four of this episode that I just want to make sure we do it. Okay, let's just do it. Okay, <laughs> let's just do it already. <laughs> At seven minutes of the recording, we were we were going back and discussing how there is this there is this back and forth happening between the Bitcoin community. Cardano, Eve, and we're all fighting each other. And this division is actually creating harm for the Bitcoin standard to happen, for the paradigm shift 
to actually like take place. Right. So what do you think needs to happen here for well, us like, to unite? If I remember correctly, I think what I said <laughs> I think what I said was that like we all need to rally around like one standard. Yes. Right? Yes. And you know, standard in the sense of yeah, like a, a set of rules or guidelines, but also just like a banner, like a flag. Yes. Like the standard is a synonym <coughs> for, for, for a flag. And we need to rally around this flag. Mm-hmm. And that flag is Bitcoin because it's the foundational collateral layer. It's the gold standard that we can build an alternative financial system on top of. So I think what I said was that we have to end the schism and rally around the standard and then build on top of it. There's a maybe there's and I don't know the future, right? Nobody does. So Mm -hmm. maybe there's a place for all these blockchains in in this future alternative financial system. They can. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. There's definitely going to be attrition, too. I mean, not all of them are going to make it. You know, we don't need a thousand blockchains either. Yeah. You know, that's also not necessary. But we can have many of them exist. It can be a polychain world. But we all need to stand on top of that foundational stone of, of the new money. And that's really important if, if we're going to have any type of change happen. I went to the Bitcoin conference this year. I know you were also attended. And in one of the workshops, one of the rooms, the presenter was saying something to the effect of the reason why adoption hasn't taken place at a faster rate is because of the shit coins, is because of the altcoins. We have to just have Bitcoin, rally around Bitcoin, and that's it. Because everything else is just noise. What do you say to those who look at you and tell you, okay, are you truly a Bitcoiner? Because if you are a Bitcoiner, why are you investing in these other um, out projects? What do you say to them? I say that I think you can be a Bitcoiner and invest in whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, that's those things are not mutually exclusive. You can be a Bitcoiner and invest in whatever you like. Invest in real estate, invest in stocks, invest in altcoins, invest in whatever you want to. But save your money in Bitcoin. Take your profits into Bitcoin so that we can start to affect the change that we want to see in society. That's what I would say. Apart from the division that we're seeing amongst different communities, I think another obstacle that is standing in front of us is the lack of education here. Yeah, we also talked about how education is critical. Education. We, we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. financial illiteracy and how... But let's go back to that because we okay. did talk about it, but we didn't save it. We didn't save <laughs> it. We didn't save it. <laughs> yeah. You know, education and... I. I myself have been in this field of education now for over a decade, by the way. I have a history of a background on, on pedagogy, on curriculum, on state standards. And I what I got from this all my years of education is education is social control. There is a lack, and I want to say it's done on purpose, there is a lack of financial literacy. Yeah. And I think we do this in all of the state schools. And I want to say even some of the top private schools. Yeah. We do not teach our youth anything to do with finances, the economy. We also don't teach them history. Yes. So. Social, and social studies and social sciences, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but I can't speak on U.S. We do a horrible job. In fact, in my day, so like social science was taught by the PE teacher. But I guess if you want an obedient, easy to control population, it goes, you don't want yes. to teach them those things. And again, things. it goes back to the goal of education, social control. Yeah. So when I speak to people and I mention Bitcoin, I it's a common thing. I don't understand it. I just it's too complicated. What is it? Is it the dollar? Is it not the dollar? 
And of course, are we really surprised that the masses do not understand Bitcoin? If they don't even understand their own history? Right. If they go through this education system, that it, at best it's just a factory? It's not surprising. It's just, yeah. uh, it's just sad. Um, so I think one of the goals for the community should be we need to educate. Yes. And well, we, we talked about like, okay, so what are we going to do about that? So yeah. how can we fix that problem? And I said that it's the burden falls on all of us who yes. have come to understand these things. And it's up to us to go back and help people understand it. It's very similar to a slave being able to get their freedom. And who's going to help the rest of the of the slaves? It's you have to go back. You have to build an underground railroad. You have to go back and emancipate these people. And the burden falls on the ones that are free. Yeah. This is the responsibility is on us, on all of us. If you're listening to this podcast, now the responsibility is yours too. And this only by doing this and doing it in a collective fashion are we really going to affect societal change at a world level. You do see pockets of this happening, but it's not enough. It's not enough to create that change that that we want to create that paradigm shift. Yeah. You know, we, we have it there. We it's not enough, but it's, it can snowball into what we need. Yes. You know, it could turn into the avalanche of change that we all pray for. And that's why education is key. It's, it's, it's central to this. This needs to happen. And it's up to us because we cannot leave it to the state. Right. <laughs> we cannot leave the it to the system is not going to change itself. Yes. You know, the system has no interest in that. So it's up to everybody that has already gotten out of the system and understands the alternative to go back and help everybody who's still stuck in it. So let's talk about today's podcast. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. We, we are ready. There is enough storage. Let's okay. start. All right. Let's today's do it. podcast, Building During the Bear. Well, it has been an interesting week here at Brain Yields. We have grown to over 3,000 followers. Thank you so much to every single person out there who has liked our tweets, who has shared them, who has given us a shout out through DM saying, hey, Brain Yields, we love what you're building. We can't wait to see where you're at two years from now. Yeah. Also, huge, huge shout out to Nansen's team, Nansen Intern. They have been great supporting us and liking our tweets and sharing them. It yeah. really does. And it really keeps us going. Oh, man. Yeah. It, has literally kept us going because it's that fuel that lights the fire in the darkness of this of this uh you know apocalyptic situation where we're undergoing right now the bear market takes away the fire there is no monetary incentive here to build so yeah. you're building with the idea that hey it might turn into something for the next born yeah just well, building for, well, for, just for yourself for the, for the passion of it i mean I, I do this for the passion of it and yeah. i do it because if it hadn't been for other people who also did it for passion I wouldn't be here right now. Well, what? So I, so I do it. That's why I do these things. Let's go into this today's this week's tweet for our episode by Al Crypto Gems, and he writes August fourteenth during a bear market you build, you invest and reassess your portfolio. During the bull run you harvest and reap the rewards. Invest now and get rich later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing a little bit. Why? Because you know what I'm about to say? No. Because this is like my sixth time delivering this line. That, guys, we have to ride out the bear so we can dance with the bull. I I have read our Crypto Gems quote like four times now. Oh, my God. So, I 
I kind of know half of it already by memory. Maybe, maybe even the Okay, you don't even have to look at your notes anymore. <laughs> no, what is it that CryptoGem said? What was it? <laughs> During a bear market, you build, you invest, you reassess your portfolio. Yeah. And you really do. Building, though, takes many different shapes and forms here. Because I want to say to you, if you think building is just a podcast, no, necessarily. Or, or, or developing, you know, or working on a project on, on the developer side, I mean, no. Building means whatever it takes for you not to leave this space. If it means you're going to get a job in cryptocurrency, if it means you're going to build your own community, sure, you're going to create a podcast. Or you're going to dedicate yourself to educating yourself on, on these topics. That's building too. Mind, body, soul, baby. Mind, body, and soul. You got to be fully committed here in this crypto thing, okay? <laughs> we're not, we're not going to make it, all right? So picking up those books even. And you know what? If this means that you're going to build for yourself so that you can find that gem, you can find the next chain link to make those life-changing gains, that's also part of building. Yeah. This is a time, and not financial advice here. Don't bet the, don't bet the farm. Don't bet the farm. Yeah. But take this time where there isn't that much noise to do that research to do that do diligence this is the time to commit yourself to to that to that mission yeah but you have to be involved now when no one else is you have been involved in several bear markets now yeah oh we also talked about how it takes a couple of cycles for crypto to really like change your life yeah, and yeah which i was gonna get to yeah. i know you have been in many bear cycles now what three things what three tips can you give the audience on how to survive a bear market and what you should be doing during this bear market wait i'm sorry it's too much what three tips will you give the audience on what you should be doing during the bear market i think the number one thing you should be doing is learning if you've already gone past the part where you've learned enough then you should build something and then the third thing you should do is like engage the community become part of a community or start your own and start to spread the good word that's how that's what i think are the top three things that people in the space should do during if, these times. If you're not part of a community, build a community. Because community, I say this time and time again, is everything. They are the ones that you don't only go to for investment advice, but you can also go to for just to just to have someone to listen to you when you're going through the ups and downs of being a lifelong investor, being a lifelong crypto investor, Bitcoin investor, this is not an easy ride. This this is to to stay in a bear market and to build during a bear market, you need the support system. Yeah. And if you don't have it, again, as we said, you find it and you build around it. Yes. And if you don't have that, you know, it's just gonna greatly diminish your chance of success. And just to give you guys a perspective of how difficult it is to build during a bear, let's look back into I mean what like what just happened right now. We have Celsius a few months back freezing its customers' funds due to liquidity crisis, three arrows capital, insolvency issues. We have companies, I wanna say crypto.com, Coinbase laying off employees. We have waves and waves of FUD of bearish news. So the next bull cycle when they say it was so easy oh you just pick a project and you hold and that's it it really isn't easy because you're holding these bags you are or you are investing when the world is telling you not to invest yeah how do you stay put under your bags guy um 
For me, I'm not in it for the money necessarily, even though that's great. I really just want to do my part to rectify the things that I see are wrong in the world. Yeah. And that's enough for me. I don't expect that out of everybody. Yeah. But that keeps me going. That's enough for me. I do it for the passion. I do it because I know it's the right thing to do. Damn. I do it for the Lambo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And while we are here telling you to build and you're questioning, should I build? I just want to say BlackRock and other institutions are adopting BTC yeah. during this bear market. And it is not a coincidence, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to fight Wall Street, you got us. You have to protect your Bitcoin from being taken by them. You have to don't let them take it all. Don't let them tell you that it's not for you. Educate yourself. That's the only way to fight these people. It's through education. Through education, through being active, through spreading, just spreading the word here. Through participation. Through participation. Yeah. Through spreading the word. Yeah. Collectively, we can totally make a difference, as you saw in the documentary. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if in the first seven minutes I, I probably covered that already. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember it's anymore. I yeah. want to thank but you. But yeah, it was like I probably already said that. But like, yeah, if we could get that many, if we could get that type of excitement around crypto instead of something like GME, then we could really have a real revolutionary event. Yeah. Right. So. And one of the things of doing that is just if we can all just collectively stay and not leave during the bear during the bull, it doesn't matter. We stay and we continue to work, to build, to spread the word. And I think if we do this, we, we can truly make a difference at a faster pace. Because it is, we are moving towards that direction, I, I feel. But at the pace that perhaps we want to, that's only going to take, we collectively come together and we do the things that we need to do, educate, build, etc. Yeah. We gotta stop fighting each other. Yeah. We have to work together. And again, like I said, I don't know if I, I don't even know. I don't know if I already said it that we have to rally around the standard. We have to pick a flag and we have to engage together under a common goal. So, with that being said, I wanna thank you all for joining us on this podcast episode number four. I, it's one that I'm going to remember because it has taken literally four different cuts. Yeah, to episode, episode four took four separate. I'll catch you on next week. Crossing my fingers that when I press stop, this is saved and recorded. I hope so. And bye, y'all.